Yeah, yeah, check one, two, check one, two. Is this mic on? Is this mic on? Hey, listen, man. It's the one and only trendsetter DJ Sense, and you're listening to Cocktails. Dirty Discussions with Kiki and Medina Monroe. Yeah. Today's cocktail is called She Wants That Old Thing Babe. And it's basically just a mimosa because we're recording on a Saturday. So what you need is some Prosecco and some orange juice. And you're going to get a champagne flute, pour a little bit of Prosecco in there, and a splash of orange juice. She want that old thing, babe. Oh, gosh. All right. Well, welcome back to Cocktail Story <laughs> Discussions, you guys. How are you, Medina? I don't feel too good today, but other than that, I'm alive and I'm good. <laughs> well, hopefully. <laughs> how are you? You feel better. I'm okay. Um, I I don't even know how to say I feel. You ever just have like a ton of emotions and you can't figure out which one is the strongest, so it's just like you're just stuck? Mm-hmm. That's how I'm feeling. But um, this time next week, I think I'll feel much better. So I'm just going to mm. hope that I knock everything out I need to do this week and it'll be smooth sailing from there. Um well, we just talked yesterday. Did anything? How was your day? <laughs> My day was actually really good, Kiki. Mm-hmm. I went into it with zero expectations, and that felt really good. And just to not think about anything or feel anything and just go and like, whatever we're going to do, that's how this is going to go. I didn't feel sad. I didn't feel like, I hope we get back together. We, I went. He's still fine as fuck. Still fine as fuck. My mom's friend told me, shout out to Miss Renee. She said, stop dealing with these good looking niggas. Get you an ugly nigga. Why did she and say that? Like, what was her reason? <laughs> I, people say it all the time. But I just want to know what she all said. The time. She was just like, because the good looking ones are always going to hurt you. And you know what? So far. <laughs> that has been the case. That has been proven right in my life but he looked really good mm-hmm. still super tall something about a tall man um and there's also something about a man that just like do you like when men order things for you like they just pick it for at me at a restaurant they pick- yeah no. like so like when i I love that. I love it. I think it's very like old fashioned and I love it. And so when I got there, I was I was like 5 minutes late and he was like he already ordered like a bottle of wine and a couple different appetizers and I really just was like oh, appetizers and wine is cool, but if you order like everything for me and don't even ask, like I don't think that's cute. No. <laughs> be like, "Y'all know what I was in the mood main. for today." Okay, some appetizers and a bottle of wine. Yeah, that's cool. That's sweet. Yeah, it was great. We caught up and we had a lot to catch up on. And he kind of redid my birthday since last year. He fucked it up. Mm -hmm. It was fun. It was a good time. I have no complaints. That's good. Okay. Mm -hmm. Did you go on a date last night? You know, I did not. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why you asked me that. Um, No, I did not go on a date last night. Um, I did have sex and I injured myself further. Um, I need to put an ice pack on my pussy right now. That's what's going on with me. So oh. it's just a little uncomfortable, but you know, oh well. <laughs> you know, sometimes I've you know I've been there before, and it's just uh, it's like a dull, achy pain in my vagina right now. It's a little swollen, probably still very pink on the outside, not just the inside. I'm not really feeling it, so I think I'm gonna take a day off today. Um, but yeah, that's it. Um. Well, I don't know when I'll ever go on a date again. What would that be? Maybe next year. Um, <laughs> I just don't know. Um, but okay, uh, if that's it, we can go ahead and move on to Weird Sex and then tell you guys what we're going to be talking about today. You said a man is not a necessity. A man is a luxury. Like dessert. <laughs> yeah. A man is absolutely not a necessity. Did you mean that to sound... Mean and bitter? Oh, not at all. I adore dessert. I love men. I think men are the coolest. But you don't really need them to live. All right, so this week's weird sex story. I am totally into dreams. I've been into dreams for 
many years and I've bought all of these dream like Bibles and books and things because uh, you probably know this, but if you don't, they a lot of psychologists and other researchers say that there's some sort of correlation between what you dream about and reality and um, different things happening in your dreams represent different things in your waking life. So I wanted to just tell you about four common uh, dreams. I saw this study. It was done over in the UK, but um, four common dreams that people have and what they mean. So if you've been having some crazy dreams, this might be it. And if you've never like looked online for your dreams, I highly suggest that you like keep a little notepad by your bed. Um, and when you wake up, as soon as you wake up, if you remember your dream, go ahead and jot down all of the details from colors to little things that happened to the people that were in there. Any little thing like you could be in a car, but were you driving? Were you riding? Were you in the front seat, back seat? Because all of these different things can mean something. So, okay. The first, um, common dream is if you are being cheated on by a partner in your dream. So if you dream that you're being cheated on um sometimes it indicates to the dreamer that cheating is indeed happening that's pretty obvious right the subconscious is sensitive to subtle clues um that go unnoticed consciously and the dream is just about the only channel of communication to the consciousness but equally a person who is lacking in trust may end up projecting that issue into their relationship so just because you're dreaming about it doesn't mean it happens um and i think the message in there is you need to talk and you need to do some digging and figure it out okay next one is dreams about sex with somebody inappropriate like maybe be your coworker or your boss. Have you ever had a dream like that that you were sleeping with a coworker? No. I have. Um I've had dreams about having sex with lots of people that were totally inappropriate. Okay. So it says it's not unusual for humans to be attracted to each other in the generally friendly long-term situation of a workplace. Little fantasies and flirtations often occur, you know? So most dreams um, about our daily lives and in REM, which is the dreaming state of sleep, a main feature is that males have a full erection and women experience clitoral engorgement. So any friction on those parts can trigger one of these dreams, which I didn't realize. And I'm like, I wonder how many times I fell asleep, like rubbing my clit or something that would make me have one of these mm. dreams. Um, let's see. Uh, Freud would have said that a part of our personality, um, which seeks basic gratification would be responsible for these sorts of dreams. So, you know, it could be somebody at your job that you are already flirting with. And then you just happen to be, doing a little rub-a-dub-dub or if you're a guy listening to this and your dick is hard who knows what's going on in there but it could be the reason that you're having dreams specifically about a work colleague because you're probably thinking about it in real life okay and then um if you're naked in public it says the metaphors and motion description of dreams often suffices to understand the real meaning in this case a feeling of embarrassment and shame um, probably accurately reveals the essential emotion that you're going through. So like if you're dreaming that you're on a stage and you're butt ass naked, you're probably, you know, feeling some sort of embarrassment or some impending embarrassment or shyness about maybe something coming up and people will dream about that. You go through that embarrassment, whatever is causing you to feel embarrassed in your waking life, you need to confront it. And then the last thing, um, men dreaming of being pregnant. Have you ever had a friend tell you something like that? Like they were a guy and they dreamt they were pregnant. No. <laughs> I don't know why. I think because I'm so into dreams people tell me all their dreams all the time so I have had one friend who dreamt that he was pregnant and he thought that it was because he fell asleep watching one of those um I'm a man and I'm pregnant shows on TLC or something um this little study says that sometimes what? men can feel great empathy with their partner and even experience sympathy symptoms of pregnancy um so in some cases it is a wish fulfillment dream so maybe like if you're if your girlfriend wife whoever is pregnant and you've just been trying to sympathize with them sometimes you might really just envision yourself being pregnant and i think that that is crazy it's so strange to me um another possibility is that it positively represents a much loved and developing project let's say a business um idea or building plan which can be the same for women if you dream that you're pregnant and you know that you're not it's not always that you're pregnant but it's that you have this growing idea and it might be a good idea so you should trust your intuition trust your dreams on that but i just found an interesting little study and thought i would share it instead of talking about people um getting their dicks bitten off fucking mothers and you know the other crazy things maybe something that you could actually use so uh remember to the write down your dreams guys 
The last craziest dream that I had, this was a this is maybe two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I had a dream that so here's my bed. I have me instead of a headboard, I have mirrors like on behind my bed. And I dreamt that there were all of these little red ants. They weren't the big juicy fire ants, but they were maybe there's maybe they were baby fire ants, but they were just bright red fire ants and they were covering my wall. And th- just in this area, right above my bed, mm-hmm. covering my wall and I was panicking and I was like, "Oh my god." So I got a fire extinguisher and I started spraying where they were at to get them the to disperse so I didn't want them to get on my bed. You huh? said you got the fire extinguisher? I got the fire okay. extinguisher and started spraying so they would start to like go away from my bed. And then they just started multiplying and multiplying and multiplying. Bitch, I was I was I was too scared to even look the dream up. Hannah looked it up and started reading me. I was like, just stop. I, I was just about to ask you, did you look it is. up? <laughs> a couple of things came up and it it was like you're about to receive some bad news and then mm. something else i was like just stop because they were all bad oh. i thought it meant like i was gonna get an std because it was above my bed and the little ants and then i like thought about itching maybe <laughs> yeah i see i see where that could go yeah Ooh. <laughs> I wonder what that means. That's crazy. Yeah. I hate when I have yeah. dreams and then I do look them up and I just see everything about it is bad. And sometimes I'll be like, okay, it could be this bad thing and then it could be this good thing, but it's probably the bad thing. It's just like, damn. Or when it's just like, <laughs> there is no good thing to it. <laughs> do you dream a lot? Mm-hmm. So do I. I dream a lot. And when people say that they don't dream in color, I think that's weird because my dreams are all in color. I don't think I've ever had a black and white dream. And people say that. I'm just I've like, never had a black and white like, dream. Like, who the fuck is dreaming in black and white? Like, how do you not dream in color? That's yeah. weird. I don't know. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Are people that speak multiple languages? I just asked Carlos, do you dream in Spanish or English? Mm, what do you, you dream in Spanish? Oh. Hmm. Yeah. I never thought about that, I guess. Huh. Interesting. Okay. Well, that's it for Weird Sex. All right, y'all, sorry to interrupt the show, but really quick, I want you to listen to a snippet of the most recent bonus episode featured on our Patreon. If you want to sign up for Patreon, head on over to the internet and go to patreon.com slash cocktails. Now take a listen. Not really wishing and hoping and seeing what happens next. What about you made it to the bonus world, man? That sounds better. I feel, <laughs> but you get what I'm saying. Like you're at you a point where someone words, extra challenges. You made it to a point where somewhere where you guys are comfortable, y'all are in a groove. You don't have to try as hard, really. Like you can get sex, however, in a bonnet, wig, no wig. You be fucking in a bonnet, Candace. It ha- it works. I already got him, so I don't really have to. Is that lazy? I mean, I have fucking. I'll switch it up, but I'm just saying, like, he's not. Sometimes when your hair is freshly done, I don't wrap my hair up every night. But sometimes when your hair is freshly <laughs> done, and you know you got to do something tomorrow, and you know when I fuck you, nigga, it's about to be some steamy, steamy yeah. sex. This shit is going to be all smushed up. So let me go ahead and throw on this bonnet. See, Mary Texas, you can take your wig off and put your bonnet on. And- my wig got snatched off before. <laughs> I told her. I, I left my wig in an Uber once. Bitch, how? What was on your head? Just go to the next question. <laughs> so the conversation definitely gets way more interesting than that. Please sign up to be one of our patrons. To watch this video, you'll need to sign up at the $5 level. Just to listen, you can sign up at $3. And if you just want to donate some money to us because you appreciate the show, you can sign up for just a dollar. Now, let's get back to the show. So um, this week, uh, this is a long week of recording for us. So um, today we are going to do a full episode of cocktails and then we'll do two advice emails at the end of the show. Um, but we're just going to catch up on some of these great cocktails that you guys have been sending us and let you know, you know, what we think of them. We'll spend more time on them. These long ones. This is perfect for you today. Okay. Do you have one up yes. already? I sure do. And she sent a picture in. She's pretty. Okay. 
So this is an old one from the beginning of August. She says, hey, ladies. Hey, girl. So I'm 23 years old, and I've been a loyal listener for the past year or so now. I'm also a Patreon member, so at this point, I'm really locked in. Just wanted to say, you guys have changed my confidence about myself in the bedroom and my sex life completely, and I'm super thankful. You're welcome. Oh, that's sweet. So let's get to the story. I've been messing with this guy on and off for two years now. We've never been exclusive simply because I think it's something we both don't really want at the moment. So if it's not broken, don't fix it, right? But baby, the sex this man has given me over the last two years has been nothing short of amazing. He's basically been my quarantine peen. And recently over the weekend, I see why. So we were chilling at his house and I'm looking good, feeling good and smelling good. We typically smoke when we're together and it usually ends up, it usually turns into fucking. So we finished a blunt and before I know it, he was balls deep in my guts in the middle of his living room. As he was sitting on the couch while I rode him in reverse cowgirl, I can see his blinds are wide the fuck open. So if a neighbor wanted to catch us in action, just know that we were giving them a show. However, knowing that someone could could possibly see us made my pussy even more wet and turned me all the way on. I'm bouncing on his dick like a like I popped some she orgasms and he is loving the view of my pretty ass. We eventually end up on the floor where I'm laying on my stomach and he decides to put it in my ass. Now, I've done anal before, just like Kiki. I really don't fuck with it. It's not a comfortable feeling for me. So most times I try to avoid it. But at this point, I want to be his sex slave. So I'll do whatever he wants me to do. He slides his dick inside my wet ass and starts moaning at how tight and slippery my booty hole is. (laughs) Prior to me, he's never done anal before, so I'm feeling like I really put this nigga onto some new shit. As I try to take the dick, like the big girl that I am, he talks me through it, telling me, relax, you got it, does it hurt? (laughs) Just overall reassuring me that I've done it before, therefore I can do it again. I'm not sure if it was him or the weed, but once I was able to relax and he took his time with me, baby. That dick felt so damn good sliding in and out of my booty hole. He was he he has a mirror in the living room that I was able to look at while I watched him stroke his long girthy dick in and out of me. I was so turned on by him. I couldn't stop moaning and telling him how good he felt inside me and how much I loved that dick. At one point, I was unsure if I actually shitted on him. But it was so good, I really didn't care, and neither did he. He nutted all over my booty hole. Once he was done, and my ass felt like it had just been taken from me, because clearly it wasn't mine anymore. At this point, anal has to be incorporated into the bedroom, because that shit felt more than amazing. Medina, girl, I finally see what you mean. I ain't never going back. Anal diaries. <laughs> girl, <laughs> My pussy well, let's already Let's talk about hurts. booty holes. Um, so. Really? I mean, my pussy already hurts. Yeah. I just told you it was sore. Um, my pussy hurts, so now my booty's hurting too. Thanks a lot, girl. Um, mm. I just can't get with it. What do you want to say about it? I just love that she gave it a chance. Like, she, you have to, like, you know, really put it in your mind. Relax that booty hole talk to your booty hole maybe even rub on your booty hole like she gave that man her booty hole as you should give up those booty holes lady listen you gotta give up that booty hole if you don't want to okay um take it from me somebody who tried it and it was painful i tried it multiple times it was painful every time um Mm, but I'm glad that, you know, since you do like it now, it's good that you tried it. I will say, don't be scared to try something just because I had a shitty experience. Um, there, lots of people are going to have shitty experiences with anal, literally, because it is your shitter. Literally. Um, but, you know, keep trying things. And if you like it, that's great. I don't, I, I won't be doing it again, but um, I'm glad that you guys are able to 
do that, I guess. Ugh. I'm glad that she, that they kind of thought that maybe shit was getting everywhere and they just kept going. Why are you glad Because about it that? does come with the territory. Because it comes with the territory. And it's like, if you do think a little pooty's getting out, just keep going. Because it's like, what you going to do? Well, if you want, now that you know that you don't want to go back, um, you can also prepare <laughs> for anal sex by using an enema. Um, clean that booty hole out, douche it, girl. And then you, that won't even be in your mind because it's already clean and ready to go. And fellas, you could do the same if you want somebody to go up your your booty hole. Clean that shit out. It's nothing wrong with cleaning it out. You can get a fleet at the drugstore for a couple of bucks and just douche that mm-hmm. booty hole so you're not having shit everywhere. Um, I think that I would got be one nice. under my sink right now. Good. I'm I'm glad to hear it. <laughs> um, okay, so next <laughs> one. This one says, "I got mask fished." Hello, beautiful queens. I can't tell you how much I enjoy your show. I'm a 50-year-old, recently divorced man from your neck of the woods. I was probably dropping my daughters off at the stadium in Arlington while you were working there, Medina, I guess. <laughs> um, I Come apologize on, in advance if this runs long. Being recently divorced, I was a little reluctant to get out in these streets, especially with COVID in the air. I feel you. I work healthcare IT as my main job, and I work a retail part-time job. I mean, a nice young lady in the store one day and as i was assisting her i was being my usual my usual flirty talkative self of course due to covid everyone has to wear a mask this woman had some beautiful eyes and our vibes seemed cool before leaving the store we exchanged numbers and said we would keep in touch about a week passed and we had texted back and forth a few times but i am too old school but i am old school and prefer face-to-face conversation she suggested that we meet up for drinks, so I was down. So then um, she then informed me that she didn't have a car and asked if I didn't mind picking her up. I live in Arlington, Texas, and she was in Mesquite. Oof, that's a drive. There's y'all. also Uber. Um, okay, I live in Arlington, Texas, and she was in Mesquite, so it was a bit of a drive, but I was impressed. I pick her up and we head to a local spot. Uh, We are both wearing our masks. We sit down and we order our drinks. When she finally removed her mask. (laughs) Y'all, when she finally removed her mask, she had a whole ass beard. At that point, I was done, but I was raised better than that. So I tried to power through and still treat her like a lady. When I tell you it got worse, as we communicated within the first five minutes of the conversation, she asked me to buy for $20 to buy her some weed. Oh this goodness. is real. I said no. Then she asked if I could take her across the street to get her eyebrows st- trimmed. I'm thinking to myself, that beard though. She said it would only cost $8. <laughs> and as an incentive, she offered me head. Yes, $8 head. This isn't done. Uh, if this is happening in Arlington? Somewhere. <laughs> down the act? Where they do that at? At this point, I'm completely done and looking for any reason to end this encounter. I get the check and thank her for an interesting afternoon. I take her back to her place, but not before stopping at the corner store so she could get two black and milds and a beer. I pulled up to her gate and dropped her off and was out of there so fast. And that's how I got mask fished. From now on, I have a a mask off policy. If this makes it on the air, thanks for reading. Just finished listening to the episode with King Noir. Can't wait to hear the cocktail when Medina fucks him. You could tell she was dripping. (laughs) (laughs) Don't hold your breath. (laughs) Oh my god, that's oh crazy. My that was a lot. God. This uh first of all, here's the deal. There is Uber, Lyft. Which she obviously didn't have any money. She was asking for $8 to get her eyebrows done and offered head. Now, you said she had a whole ass beard. I really wonder if it was a whole ass beard or you just saw some hairs on her chin and it was just like, what the fuck is this? I'm just really wondering. I would. This is the email that needed pictures. You should have taken this a is. picture. I wish he would have snapped a picture of her. Because I'm just confused 
as to how, okay, you see this woman, she has this beard, obviously, you're not into that. So then you take her to get her eyebrows done, you take her to the gas station to get some black and miles, you drove, what, how far is Mesquite, like, in, like 40 minutes, 45 minutes? I think Like so. outside of Arlington, and it's like going away from everything, it's not even going towards like Dallas or Fort Worth, it's just like out, on the out, out part. That is just so crazy. But I'm glad that you at least Let took her back home. This. If I meet somebody, if I'm back home and I meet somebody and they tell me they live in Mesquite, the date's already off. <laughs> and that's just that. I'm like, oh, okay. That's like in Atlanta when I meet people and they're like, oh, yeah, like I live in uh, Peachtree City. I can't do it because it's not even about like the city. It's too far. I want to do stuff and we can just pick up and go and do it. Mm. You live out there all the way in the country. Yeah, I... No. um I've not even met anybody in a long time who lives too far out. If you don't, if you don't actually live in the city of Atlanta, um, I'm already like kind of like, where? How far do you stay? I'm looking at the address because you could stay like in one of the close suburbs, but then you could stay on the far side of that close suburb. Like you could stay in Sandy Springs and still be in the perimeter, but you could also stay in Sandy Springs and be basically in Alpharetta. And like when traffic right. hits and stuff like that, all those things are inconvenient. Like when I hear people who live in New York and they talk about like if you live in different boroughs and shit, it's not gonna work. I feel them on that because it's like here, Stone Mountain is a drive. And people are like, oh, it's only 20 minutes. It's 20 minutes on the highway. When I talk about how long it takes to get somewhere, I mean, the moment I walk out of my door, how long is it going to take me to walk into your door? I'm not talking about 10 minutes on the interstate. And, and 20 try to be like, it's just 20 minutes. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's going to, I put it in my GPS. It's going to be 27 minutes. I want the exact, 27 and 20 is not the same. And don't let a wreck happen. And I also don't like if it has to always be like you live so far that when you come over to my house, you just end up spending the night. I don't like niggas spending the night over my house. (laughs) So that's not happening either. Uh -uh. I feel you. Yeah, like, ooh, it's late and you brought a whole bottle. I don't know why you did that because you still got to get home. Are you going to Uber? I'm not going to be here tomorrow, so... Yeah. And I really think that's why these dating apps aren't working for me. I just downloaded the black app. What black app? What's Kiki. It, it's called the black app. B, it says BLK. Oh. It's a dating app. Like I guess for black people. And the the marketing on Instagram makes it seem like these men are so of course fine. It does. <laughs> Those are mine. I feel like someone in prison created the app and all these niggas are in jail. Are they really? Did you talk to anybody? I don't oh. know. It looks like it. When you look, you ever look at the back people's background and you're like, who has a cinder whose blocks? wall looks mm-hmm. like that? Yeah. It, over. it is a horrible app. And I always match with people and it's like 30 miles away. Nigga. You can't set the no. distance because I be having mine real close. Five miles. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you can get to Two anywhere miles. I like to go within a five mile radius. And maybe I need to change my radius. I mean, my, my, and then people, you know it. what else people will do? They'll be like, oh, well, I live far, but I have this really nice house. And that's cute. Do I get to move in? Why are you telling me what you got? That ain't got <laughs> nothing to do with me. You're not going to let me live there. I don't get to break my lease and like live rent free because you own this beautiful mini mansion out in the sticks. And every time I drive out there, I got it, I use a tank of gas. Like, bro. <laughs> and then it's like, am I going to have cell phone service at your house? Do deer just walk around? I just feel like young single people belong in the city. The suburbs are for families. I've always felt that way. It's, it's different. I like being here inside with the hustle and bustle. I like being here. Mm-hmm. Maybe one day I'll like being there. But right now oh, I like wow. being here. Yeah. Um, but, you know, yeah. that's, if that's your thing. Then don't do your, thing. Don't do your <laughs> dating apps to come and get me. I probably wouldn't respond anyway. My ass always forgets to go back okay. to the apps. <laughs> <laughs> I've really been trying to use these apps, but they're not working. Okay. This next one, it's pretty short. She says, so I met a guy while flirting on the phone, not paying attention to his age. We started sexting on the phone, talking shit. So we agreed to brunch and I love French toast. And he bragged that he makes the best French toast. I'm like, cool. He asked what I want with it. I'm like, 
I don't care as long as tequila comes with it. So Sunday comes and I go get my hair done, get in cute. And once I finish, I head to his place. She sent two sets of the big eyes, the big side eyes. Mm -hmm. Girl, I knew he had no furniture because he just moved in from California. What he forgot to mention is he gained weight from the picture he sent of him. He was not about none of the action, he said, and he couldn't handle this pussy. You gave it to him? Kept stopping, taking breaks to breathe, talking about, that's about what's in here. Uh, good pussy nigga go in. What? <laughs> talking about what's in here. Uh, good pussy nigga go in. I don't know. This sounds like slave talk. He ordered me something to eat because he didn't cook, like he said, nor did he get my bottle. So yeah, no, he wasn't equipped or in shape to do none of that. But yeah, I was totally catfished by a big nigga with a little dick sent from my iPhone. Here's my thing with stuff like this. First of all, when you meet somebody from offline and something about them is a lie, like you gained a lot of weight, you don't look how you look, you are just a whole lie. I don't understand what is the point of sitting through the date and most importantly, fucking him. I'm, I'm going home and I don't, if I just met you from an app, my nigga, and I sit down and you do not look like that picture and you gained weight. I am going home. I'm not going to be rude to you, but I'm going to be like, mm, I gotta go. Um, that has not happened to me. So I think it depends. Mm -hmm. Like if you're a totally different person, I'm definitely going to be like, okay, so who is the person that you use on your profile? <laughs> you know? Where's he at? Okay. That's that. Now, if it's obviously you, but maybe you've gained or lost some weight, that's not going to bother me so much. Um, but I am going to say so or wonder. I don't know if I would say it. it depends on the person. But why did you use a picture from six years ago? Like, I, I think you need to update your pictures, even though I barely get on the apps. You know, when I do get on, I'm like, oh, I this picture is a year old. I need to put some new stuff, put some current photos up, keep things fresh. Like, yeah. what? It bothers me because it's so, it's rude and it's not fair. I, I do it. One thing I do do a good job of, I don't do good on my bios on those apps. Because what's the point? Hit me up and ask me what the fuck you want to know. But the pictures, I give a plethora of pictures because as a black woman, our hair tends to change sometimes weekly. So I need you to know what all I be looking like. Sometimes my hair is very short. Sometimes it's very long. Here's what my real hair looks like. I give a good variety of what the fuck I look like. Take them pictures off from when you were little. If you're big now, post all the big pictures. I don't care what you used to look like. Then another thing with like the online dating is like, I don't like to have a ton of back and forth on these apps with somebody before I meet them. I need to meet you. Hey, how you doing? How was your day? I'm not saying to send me a message and be like, let's go for drinks right now. Cause that ain't necessarily always the move, but it's, I'm not about to be texting you via this app for a month before we go somewhere. Hey, let's have a little small talk. Let me see if you can form a sentence properly. Let me see what your grammar is looking like before I get in your face. And I'm just like, whoa, I speak English. What's this? You know, I it's mm. certain little things that I do want to fill you out for. And I also want to figure out before I even get to the date, are you a real person or not? I'll be trying to figure that out. And I don't mind like a quick little FaceTime call because I get it. You might think I'm fake. I think you could be fake too. Mm -hmm. So we can hop on FaceTime before we go on the date, but it's still not going to be this long online courting process. Nigga, are you trying to date somebody in real life or not? Day. How was your day? How are you? What, I'm fine. What What's are up? What are you doing? And it's like, I get it because it's, it's hard sometimes when maybe you don't have a great bio. So you don't have, somebody might not have a lot to go off of with me and you're just shooting your shot for real, but we've already matched. So at least, you know, there's some level of a action there start a conversation mm -hmm. ask me about something tell me something interesting that you've done lately i don't know i don't some people hate when people use like the prompts like on bumble they have all these prompts i don't mind mm -hmm. um because they have little conversation starters to go through and it i think it helps i would rather you do that than just hey what's up like i'd rather you ask me something random about me that is not in my bio that you don't know something like come on um yeah. That on my um 
Let me give you an example of what my bio looks like. Because at first, it did, I didn't have anything on my bio for the Black app. Okay. And, but first of all, people really be out here catfishing niggas. I saw KJ on Black, right? Mm-hmm. I screenshotted it, sent it to him, and I was cracking up. I had all the jokes. He was like, no, that's not me. Someone's out there acting like me. He, he has a girl. Mm-hmm. And so he was like, um, yeah, that's not me. Someone's putting my pictures on all the apps. It makes me wonder how many apps, how many apps are you on and you don't even know that you're on it mm-hmm. and someone's just acting like you. Yeah. Um. So mine says, hey, I really don't like dating apps, so I'm hoping I quickly meet someone so I can delete this. If you have a picture with a blunt in your mouth, I am not the one for you. I'll tell you more about me if we match. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's to the On the black app, niggas has really got blunts. I was like, it sounds like plenty what? of fish to me. Um. Hmm. I don't know if I'll be downloading that one. Do you remember when they had that dating app that caught a lot of flack? Um, because I can't remember what the name of it was, but you make a profile and there was just a lot of stuff that like, um, a lot of colorism type stuff on there. Like you can, you're supposed no. to put your shade and they have like all these different shades for black people. You put what complexion <sighs> you are, you put, you can filter people through that. You could filter people through, through their hair. You could filter if you wanted somebody fully black what? or somebody makes all of this stuff. And it's like, some people really are stuck in a place where that's really important to them. I also saw this video. Um, somebody sent it to me. Where they were asking these little black boys about whether they would date black women, black girls, or white girls, or somebody else. The answers, I'm just like, oh God, the future is just like looking so bleak. But yeah, there's all kind of apps out there that I just, eh, I don't know. And if everybody's on there smoking a blunt, wow. I'm good. Um, I just wonder what makes you put that. Have you ever had somebody send you a profile that was supposed to be you and it wasn't you? Like somebody was just stealing your pictures? Oh my gosh, I I had that happen with a guy that I ended up meeting in real life and he was like, "Remember we met on whatever app?" Uh, I think it was Hinge and he was like, "Shelly." And I was like, "No, my name's Medina." Mm-hmm. And it was he he sent me the messages and the picture of me and I was like, <laughs> That's, that's what I mean, but it was crazy. How ironic is it that I met him in real life? That is so crazy. I always wonder that about crazy. people who catfish. I have had like my coworkers and friends be like, oh, first of all, I don't know why people screenshot people and send them to like, if you see me on an app and then you see me on there and you screenshot and send it to me, bitch, you know, I'm single. Let me get out here and try to get my uh my groove on by myself and mind my business. But then it's like... <laughs> They somebody sent this to me and they were like, "Why are you out here telling people this your name?" And I was like, "That's not me. That's not me. It's low key flattering though. I'm, I'm like, glad I'm glad you, like you my think picture. I'm pretty." But then it's it, creepy because it's like yeah, but, you wasn't gonna make up a new personality because it really looked like it could have been me. And I was just trying to use a fake name. <laughs> I think the girl, my middle name is Alexandra. I think her name was like Allie or Alexis or something like that. She did the same age. The bio kind of described me, but she obviously doesn't know me. Um, she just must have seen me on like Twitter or Instagram or something. And I'm just like, wow, bitch. That is great. I have never done anything like yeah. that. Like just create a whole like, persona. Why, I just wonder an- like, okay, so if you meet somebody, right? And you're on these dating apps, you're using somebody else's pictures, no matter what you look like, like even if you still look good, what you going to do when you meet the person in real life? How what are you, you going to do? explain yourself? And Why? It's crazy. I would actually love to have somebody on the show who has been catfished or done the catfishing. I want somebody like, who has y'all? done the catfishing. I want to hear from you. Well, why the fuck are you doing this? Why are you doing it? That sounds like you got a problem, bro. Yeah, a real problem. Okay, next one. <clears throat> this one says, the subject line is all tied up. Hey, y'all. Hey, love the show. Five stars. Highly recommend. (laughs) Thank you, girl. Uh, Let me jump right into this cocktail. One night, just laying in bed, I asked Boothang if I could tie him up one day. He says, yeah, this is a future request. I hop up and go grab my restraints because I stay ready, LOL. I tied his hands and feet up to the canopy post and had him spread all across the bed. I'm teasing him, hovering pussy over his face, watching him squirm, trying to lift his head up to me. I lower myself, then raise back up a few times, just fucking with him. At this point, he is rock hard. So I turn around like we're about to 
like we're about to 69 and start sucking his dick real sloppy. He's moaning and shit. When he stiffened up and said, I'm about to come, I stopped. And then she put the little demon emoji. <laughs> now I go around to the foot of the bed and start licking and sucking his balls. I ordered a vibrating pussy a while back to try. So I grabbed that. Oh, I put it on the highest setting and went to work on him. A vibrating pussy? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, I put it on the highest setting and went to work on him. Soon as he was about to come again, I pulled it off. Oh, girl, you was teasing him. He was probably squirming. Imagine being tied up and somebody keeps like edging you like that. Okay. He's spun at this point. I tell him I'll be back. I go in the bathroom and get a sip of mouthwash. Came back and went right for the dick. He tried to turn into the Hulk, trying to get away, LOL. He came so hard. It was everywhere. Wiped us off and let his left his ass tied up. <laughs> after, <laughs> after a minute or two, he asked if I was really going to just leave him like that. So I untied him and um, tried to just go to sleep. Nope, he grabbed my waist and positioned me on all fours, ate me so good, then fucked me like he had a point to prove. Now I'm at work looking <laughs> looking the fuck crazy, but it was worth it. The best. <laughs> Love y'all. <laughs> now I'm at work looking the fuck crazy. That was a funny one. Looking the fuck crazy. I always have wanted to tie a nigga up. Do it, girl. Always. I don't fuck with the type of niggas that will let me do it. Like... Are you sure? Maybe they're just I'm being positive. shy about it. So to just pull out the rope and stuff and be like, "Baby, Let me tie you up." Do it like a like a simple one. Maybe do it with like um those rope handcuffs that I have, where you don't need a key. Because I think sometimes niggas be getting scared. Like he would probably be scared if you had like a canopy bed and he's just laying there on all fours. Like, am I about to get robbed? Are you about to kill me? Did you go through my phone? Um, what's happening here? So I think if it's something where they felt like they could get out of it, if shit got too wild, they might be okay with it. Just see. Have you ever been tied mm-hmm. up before during sex? I've been tied up. I've tied up. I, I like it. It's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely got to be with That's somebody that nice. you feel really comfortable with because I would be if certain right. n- one night saying, no, nah, nigga, you're not tying me up. <laughs> That would be the worst way to go out. You let a nigga tie you up. You don't know him. And he actually does kill and rob mm-hmm. you. And your whole family's like. Or have y'all seen that movie? I think we talked about it before. That movie that was like on Netflix. And the dude was. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he had a heart attack. Somebody had a heart yeah, attack. Yeah, somebody had a heart attack or something. There was a dog in there. Um, then that big scary man kept coming to the mm-hmm. door. I would be so mad. This is when you decide to have a heart attack. Right. The, now how convenient you can't Glass scream loud enough out. and there's a fucking dog coming to chew your pussy off i think not <laughs> i think the fuck not okay this one says cuffed pussy hey ladies y'all can call me sam yes you can say it on the podcast My fiance and I have been together for a little over four years and we're supposed to get married in June, but due to COVID, we rescheduled to September. Being together for a long time like that can be challenging because the sex can get boring real quick. I've been telling him I wanted to spice it up for some time now and I know Zaddy is down to try anything. So I figured why not get a little nasty on a Wednesday night? We've used toys before and I've worn lingerie before, but never nothing like this. Here's my cocktail. I went to the sex store with my friend after work and didn't tell my partner where I was going or what I was doing. Just being in the store and knowing what was about to go down that night made me so wet. I bought some fuzzy handcuffs, a vibrating ring to put around his big old dick, some sexy black lingerie that completely left my titties exposed, which I knew would be perfect because to be honest, I know I've got some big old titties and he is always touching them and kissing all up on them. And finally, I bought some Pop Rocks. I was feeling spicy that night. (laughs) Pop Rocks with the candy? Mm -hmm. People use that sometimes when they suck dick. Oh, I have not done it, but when I got home, I hide the bag under my jacket and walk straight to the bathroom. I made a sex playlist earlier in the day and connected it to the speaker and changed into my outfit. I clipped the handcuffs to my outfit 
which I thought was a perfect touch because it made me feel like we were about to get into some S&M shit. I was ready to take that dick, y'all. I played the music and opened the door to find him sitting on the couch. He looked up at me and instantly got a big grin on his face, which made me even more wet. Just knowing he enjoys me and my body makes me even more horny. I instantly get on top of him and start aggressively kissing him. My titties were all in his face. He started grabbing my ass, which, yes, was already hanging out from under the lingerie and then started kissing my boobs. And I could feel myself getting even more turned on. I swear he was instantly hard because I could feel that dick through his jeans. It was time to take his pants off. I put the vibrating ring around his dick and started to give him a quick hand job. Seconds after, I was on my knees sucking and spitting all over that dick. While I was sucking his dick, I started to use two hands to give him a hand job. I then reached down to finger myself and I was so wet, y'all. It was time to climb on top and start riding his dick. I I slit my little back. I slipped my little black G-string to the side and put him inside of me. I love doing that. I wrote him like nobody's business. Then it was his turn to be on top. He laid me down and started pounding my pussy. That vibrating ring felt so good up against me. Then he told me to turn around. I got up and put my hands behind my back because it was time for the fuzzy black handcuffs. He fucked me doggy style for so long until he finally came inside of me. I want to know a secret. Oh, want to know a secret, ladies? Mm -hmm. It was my ovulation (gasps) day. Have a great weekend, y'all. Love, Sam. Okay. Okay, Okay, girl. (laughs) Sam said, I'm trying to have a baby. I'm ready for it. I have tried those vibrating cock rings before. Mm -hmm. They actually hurt me. Really? Is it like too? Like it was too. It was. It was too much, like pressed up against my Mm. clit. And you know, like when you don't have the control of this on him, I didn't enjoy it. (laughs) I don't think I've had a successful one with cock rings. If I have, it was probably so long ago I can't even remember. But I really don't think that I have. Um, But. Maybe I'll try it again soon. I don't know. Okay, next one. This is my last one. Okay, it says $150 nigga. Question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. <laughs> Hello, ladies. Um, do do I have to do the whole spiel about how much I love you too? I feel like you guys already know how much your fans love you. Anywho, I've recently started selling edibles. Oh, <laughs> about a week ago, I was shopping around for a new plug for better weed and better rates. I know that's right, girl. I was trying, keyword, trying to keep it professional. But your girl downstairs has her needs. Let's get right to it. My friend put me on this plug that lived a few minutes from me. It was perfect. I got in contact with him. His name was Johnny. We talked on the phone a few times, added each other on the gram, and texted a little just to hit some basics. Bases. Um, the amount of weed I needed definitely called for a few conversations, but we went a bit overboard and there was obvious chemistry. So I met up with Johnny very, very late on a Sunday night unintentionally. It had to be 12 or so at night, but I really needed the weed before the week started. I went over to his apartment and he was super cool, super tall, which is new for me because I like to stick in the 5'10 range. See shorties, it's something for everybody. And he was light skinned. He was so good looking, muscular build, thick full beard i would send a picture but i know you guys don't care for them too much (laughs) i wanted to drop down and suck his dick at the fucking door and i don't even like light skins he was so fine and made me question what the fuck was wrong with him you know we rolled up we rolled up to try out the strain that i wanted to buy that weed hit and before i knew it my tongue was down his throat Ooh. That escalated quickly. People really be fucking say it was she was high or something. She fell asleep. Nope. Tongue was down the throat. All right. My hands were all in his beard, caressing his face. And his hands were gripping my ass just the way I like it. I told him that I couldn't go any farther because I had work in the morning and I was tired as hell from a busy weekend. I wanted him, but something seemed slightly off. At that moment, I didn't give one single fuck, but I just knew that I didn't want to have sex. He picks me up and takes me over to his bed, kissing me and slapping my ass. 
being picked up is special to me because I'm 5'3 and 170 pounds, thick with a little chub. Not every nigga can do that comfortably. I felt his big print on my inner thigh and it made me melt. I'm moaning as he's licking up and down my neck. Johnny was hitting all my spots. I'm holding back my nose and stops because y'all, he was so fine. But I eventually was like, okay, I for real need to go home. When I get serious, he immediately goes into his spiel about giving me the world, doing whatever he needed to do with me. I'll buy you this. I'll buy you that. I'll take you here. He's just talking his shit. I'm like, okay, nigga, you just want the pussy that I'm really not giving up tonight. He stops and look at me dead in my eyes and says, I'll give you $150. I'm like, for what? He says, to have sex with you. Y'all, I... I'm offended. Yeah, I didn't know what to say. I was literally stuck staring at him. He notices I'm dead silent. He says, what about $50 to see a titty? Nigga, what? I'm dead silent the entire time. <laughs> he says, how about the weed you wanted? I'll give it to you for free. I'm like, huh? Hell no, nah, nigga. I didn't say it like that, though. In that moment, I realized how scary of a position I put myself in. If he really wanted to have me, he was definitely strong enough to get what he wanted. So I let him down easy and rent. And ran where? Where? Hold on now. Um. Oh, and ran the fuck out of there as if my life depended on it. That nigga offered me $150 for pussy. I still don't know how to feel. Had me looking in the mirror like, do I look like a fucking prostitute? Then she sent an update. Um. Call me stupid. I don't care. But six days later and this nigga is my sugar daddy. <laughs> I should have blocked him, but I did it. And he kept hitting my phone up literally just to see if it was if I was okay and if I needed money. He apologized like a million times for pressing me so hard for sex and said it had just been a super long time since he's had any. I know I should have blocked him after I met up with him, but I'm slick glad that I didn't. So I gave him a chance. Y'all, he keeps sending me money. Cheddar, moolah, paper, guap, dinero, coin, bread, cheese, LOL. <laughs> it seems like throwing out money is the name of his game and i'd like to play we still ain't fucked yet but the way things are going i might give it up soon he's so fine money and muscles makes me wet and i'm attaching pictures now he doesn't know how to take pictures typical for older guys but these were the best ones on his ig bye ladies praying for nothing but prosperity and love for the both of you don't say this oh Mm. is he cute um well i was she left a little message at the end um for us but it says don't say this aloud on the air and i was trying to read why um i'll text it to you um i didn't print the picture so i don't know but i hope so the way she was she was carrying on she said that nigga i don't have a weed man so i i don't even when I did have a, I even when I was doing drugs, I didn't never, I never bought my own drugs. Mm-hmm. They were always brought to me like by someone else. Like I never really, I never had a weed man either. I was friends. I've been friends with weed man and drug people, <laughs> and they would just give it to me. But I never really had, and I never have seen no fine ass drug dealer for real. Um, Yeah, uh, not one that just had weed. Just like not the. And I'd be scared hanging out with drug dealers. I'd be like, I'm gonna get shot in a crossfire one day. My mom's gonna be like, "What the fuck were you doing with these people?" Hmm. Highly possible. Um, so stay safe. Well, good luck, girl. Um, on your business. Uh, I hope that uh you have prosperity in that business too, and I hope you're at least getting free weed for your business. <laughs> yeah, and all the yeah. money. Guap. Dinero, coin, cheddar, cheese, <laughs> all that you were getting. That does seem like, I mean, I guess if you were buying, if you, you making edibles, why buy the weed if you can get it for free? That's nice until it's not nice right. no more. Mm-mm-mm. Don't fuck him, girl. Don't Hold fuck him. Out. Whenever you start fucking him, shit gonna change. Yeah, girl. When you Just fuck him when you're like done with him, when you get another one. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that was my last one. Do you have another uh, one? I have one pulled up. Okay. Pull my, I really be having to put my glasses on. <laughs> okay. This is my last one. It says fantasy overload. Hey, y'all. I love the show. Okay, I'm going to get right into the story. So, ever, ever since I was a little girl, I've had, <laughs> I've had, 
ass nasty mind filled fantasy. I've had ass nasty mind filled with fantasies. One of them was girl on girl action while being fucked. Five years ago, I met this girl at work and me and her have been cool as fuck ever since. Mm -hmm. Since knowing her, she has always been sexual as fuck. She fine as fuck and just freaky. She's always touching me and telling me how sexy I am. And I am sexy. So, oh, and so is my nigga. One day she listened to us at the door while having sex. Our first year knowing each other. So the anticipation was built up. She told me in her fantasy dream. She told me I'm her fantasy dream girl. But I told her I could never get nasty with a friend. It would be too weird. So one day we were having a party at my house. We got drunk and she pulled me in the restroom and licked my pussy. Just enough to tease me. And oh my God, my mind couldn't stop thinking about it. And my body wanted more. I told my nigga and that shit turned him on. He a freak freak too, but that's some other cocktail. So one day we had a couple's night. She ended up getting into it with her nigga and riding home with us. Big eyes. On the way home, my nigga started digging in my pussy and licking all over my fingers, touching all over me and shit. So when we got home, I acted like I wanted to go to an after hour club so she wouldn't leave. Then on the way out the door, my nigga grabs me threw me on the couch, pulls my dress up, and starts devouring my pussy and my booty hole right there in our living room. Mm, mm, mm. She immediately starts smiling, sits down, saying, well, damn, I might as well just watch. So I told her to come here, and she tells me no because she just started talking to my man's cousin. I was like, oh, hell no. I told her she got two minutes to meet us in the bedroom. Me and my man went in the room, started some passionate foreplay. He kisses me, looks me in the eyes, and says, I know the rules, baby. My pussy started dripping. Then she walked in and started kissing me. We started feeling all over each other. And before I know it, my tongue was all in her pussy hole and it tasted so good. Mind you, she is a thick, fine ass woman. Before I knew it, my tongue was in her booty hole and I was slapping all over her fat ass while my man beat the fuck out of my pussy from the back. Oh my God, my body was in heaven. I was eating on her pussy so good. It started squirting nonstop and that turned me on even more. They both started eating my pussy. Then my man ate my booty. Hole. I brought out some toys for her and we got nasty as fuck for the next two and for the next two, then pass the fuck out. She made my first girl on girl experience very satisfying. And now I want some more. LOL. I know this was long, but thanks for reading. And I hope y'all enjoyed it. That sounds like you had a very Everyone's good time. Everyone's first girl on girl experience should be very enjoyable and not scary. It should be. <laughs> Yeah. So I hate I hate it for girls who do want that and they go get it and it's anything less than great. Yeah. But I'm happy that that wasn't the case. I for also, ma'am. Whenever she said that her they were in the car and her man started digging in her pussy, I don't like being fingered in the car because of that reason. It always turns into a dig in my pussy. I hate hole, when people even like say dig in my pussy. It makes my pussy hurt. It's like, what are you digging for? Yeah. I just imagine it being really rough, like you're trying to pull the insides out. I don't need a prolapse yeah. in my uterus, okay? Let's let everything <laughs> stay intact. My goodness. Oof. 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 Yeah. I haven't been fingered in the car in a while. And it's hard to do. Um, it, that, that's the, the why it always turns into a dig because they're trying to get in the hole and they're like, you gotta lift it's up. just doing too much. Like, <laughs> yeah. Move, open your legs. Yeah. Okay. All right. So that's it for the cocktails, you guys. Um, and we're going to close out the show with two pieces of advice. And then that's, that'll be it until next week. So Remember, if you want us to read your cocktails on the show, send it to us, cocktails at ATL at gmail.com. And then if you want us to answer a question of yours, you can send it to us at askcocktails at gmail.com. Okay. And before we move on to advice, we're going to let Diane give y'all a cute little date spot. Would you stop thinking about what everyone wants? Stop thinking about what I want, what he wants, what your parents want. What do you want? What do you want? It's not that simple. What do you want? What do you want? 
Hey, ladies. Okay, so listen. There's this place. I can't believe I hadn't heard of it before. Oh, but I went. It's called Chai Yo Modern Thai. If you love Thai, you're going to love this. The address is 3050 Peachtree Road. It's right next to Restoration Hardware. Get the drunken noodles. Bye, ladies. And we're back. Okay, so I have an advice uh, printed out. Let me go ahead and read it so I can throw all this fucking paper away. All right. So um, this subject line says, dying for dick. Sad, whiny face. Oh, don't die. Um, hey, ladies. Thanks for being the big sisters I never had. Okay, so I have a dilemma. Earlier this year, I got out of a six-year relationship, and I've been navigating through singlehood. I've met a new guy who is great, and I can see myself building a future with him. But there's another guy I've been talking to before him for the last three months or so. This guy is the classic fuckboy, but I know he's not going to be looking for a relationship. However, our sexual chemistry slash tension is unmatched. We've had a few makeout sessions, but haven't actually done the DJ. So here's my question. I have really psyched myself up to sleep with this guy. And I am ready for him. She sent the little squirting emojis. Um, but then I've met this new sweet guy who's serious about me and us. How bad would it be if I slept with my sexy fuck boy and then ended up in an exclusive relationship with the other guy like two weeks later? Um, does what you do with someone else count if you aren't exclusive? P.S. I can't sleep with the new guy yet because he doesn't like having sex with a new partner until it's solid solid so that could take like another six months i haven't had any for five months already you go ahead because i already know what i gotta say about this shit well i don't get she wants to have sex with someone else but she's dating okay so there's two guys so she has this one guy she wants to have sex with him um but she knows it's not going anywhere she wants a relationship and she meets this other guy he wants that but he's not trying to fuck but she's horny right now so she's not trying to wait another five months to be with this guy and let the relationship get solid before they have sex. She wants to have sex now. So she, her question is, um, how bad would it be if she slept with her sexy fuck boy and then ended up in an exclusive relationship with the other guy like two weeks later? Girl, have sex with that man. Sometimes I think people need to remember you are not married, bro. You're dating. Like you don't owe a commitment to either one of them yet. Like, Fuck that nigga. Fuck that nigga. And be prepared for a small dick when you see the other one. Because I'm trying to figure... I mean, I guess it could be other reasons. But why the fuck are you holding your dick hostage in your pants, sir? I mean, maybe I'm just a little jaded because it's very uncommon these days. But I'm wondering why he wants to wait so long. She said that could be another six months before he wants to have sex, even if they are together. Like, goddamn. Go have sex with that other man. That's what fuckboys are for. You fuck mm-hmm. them. And then you don't be attached. Fuck him. Date the other one. Then, you know, see what happens there. And figure out why he's holding out yeah. for sex. That I, that's I'm more concerned about that than you fucking the both of them, quite honestly. <laughs> why is he holding his penis That's That's how it goes, girl. Okay, this one says, needing that old D. Please help. I just... Went with some old D. Okay. Hey, ladies. Hey, ladies. In my Diane voice, I need some advice. So I've been talking to this much older man. Let's call him Silver Fox. He has a lot of money. Not just regular money, but old family money. Okay. Girl, does he have a brother? Or daddy. But I was attracted to his intellect before I even knew about the money. Girl, shut up. We have both expressed how sexually and mentally attracted we are to each other, but we still have never actually gone out. This has been going on for the last month and a half. He keeps saying he is super busy working full time, handling estate stuff, and working on things at his rental properties. Did I mention he's my boss? So we see each other every day at work. And every time I see him, my pussy starts throbbing. The anticipation is killing me, y'all. We text often, but it's been more than a month. And I'm getting tired of waiting to have him. I mean, and I'm getting tired of waiting for him to have the time to take me out. Now, I really just want that D and maybe for him to buy me some nice things. My question, ladies, 
Should I keep waiting since he is old and really does have shit to do? Or should I just dead it and move on? P.S. I'm 25 and he's, well, he's old. Signed, young and ready. Should she dead it or what? Should she dead it and just move on? Uh, or should she keep waiting for him to take her out? Why have you, let me ask you this, sis, because sometimes a lot of the times women forget this and we've talked about this before. You do know you can tell him, Hey, let's do this this weekend. (laughs) I just want to know, have you done that before? Because men are not all men are the same. And if the nigga really is busy, sometimes you got to make the schedule. And if you're saying he has money, he's going to pay for whatever it is. But why don't you suggest y'all go do something one weekend since you want to go out? He might not want to take you out. He might not even really be that interested in you and he just likes flirting with you at work. That could definitely be it. Yeah, I think you should just see, like, make some plans or... Because whatever you're doing right now ain't working. So be like, hey, are you busy this weekend? No, um, you want to go to dinner on Saturday night? Do you want to go to the Botanical Gardens? Do you want to go to the Hot Air Balloon Festival? Like ask that and then see what he says now if he ain't trying to take you out after you tell him okay i want to do this this weekend can we do it move on because it's not going anywhere unless you just want to have a flirt buddy but who the fuck wants a flirt buddy and he's also your boss he might just be being he's also what he's your boss he might just be he's our boss so maybe he's just being smart yeah i mean and y'all flirt and y'all just that's another sticky situation like if he was and people can feel however they feel about this but this is how it works if he is your boss and he tries to take you on a date and shit goes wrong it's so easy for you to say that it is um that he made you feel like you had to date him you had to have sex with him Mm -hmm. you had to do these things in order to keep your job in order to move up at your company or whatever so when you're playing with fire in a situation where you work where you earn your living then there's a lot of risk involved on both sides. So you need to ask yourself that too. And maybe check your policy on dating in the workplace and shit like that. Because if shit gets out, I don't know what the culture of your company is, but there could be some real consequences. He's probably never going to ask you out. I forgot that she said that. He's probably never going to ask you out unless he's just reckless. So you're going to have to make the move and then be prepared for a letdown. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us how it goes. I'm curious to know. I've, I've, uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So that's it for today. Uh, again, remember, hit us up, cocktails.atl at gmail.com if you have cocktails, and then askcocktails at gmail.com if you want to send us advice. And of course, check us out on Patreon, patreon.com slash cocktails. And, um, I guess that's it. Follow us on Instagram at Cocktails Podcast. I'm at Kiki Said So. I'm at Coffee Bean. And until next week, you guys, goodbye. Goodbye. I'm sorry, but the person you called has a voice mailbox that has not been set up yet. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Goodbye. Bye. Wait on the track.